Channel Attitude subscribers, we will be rolling out an upgrade to our site in the near future to improve site performance and your experience. So sometime within the next few weeks, you will receive an email requesting you to recreate your password for the upgraded site. To ensure this email doesn't go to your spam folder, please whitelist info at channelattitude.com. That's info at channelattitude.com. RSS feed URLs may change for some of you. If that happens, you can grab the new one in your dashboard when the upgrade goes live. Your feedback and suggestions have helped shape this upgrade, so keep those coming in the future. And again, the email is info at channelattitude.com to whitelist or add to your address book. Be on the lookout for that email over the next few weeks. This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to an all-new episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast with yours truly exclusively on Russo'sBrand.com with Channel Attitude. Um, today we have just an awesome episode, but it is absolutely crazy today in Taylor's Tiny House on Wheels um, coming to you live. It has just been insane. Uh, my dachshunds are going crazy. My kitties are like, yay, mommy's home. Um, you know, just everybody is wagging their tails, living their best life, and emphasis on the kisses, the wagging tails, and the fur. Extra emphasis on the fur. <laughs> but, you know, I would not have it any other way. Um, I have just been so elated overwhelmed and just just completely blown away honestly um by the um, just the immense amount and outpouring of just love that i have been receiving on social media this past week leading up to lucha patron and then today after i posted um getting to work with santana garrett again was just absolutely phenomenal she i've said this before not just on this podcast but also on my youtube channel with different q a questions from my fans she is one of my all-time favorite opponents i've ever had throughout my career you know her and i spoke about how we've wrestled each other off and on through different portions and different you know types of times in our careers and you know we've always come away with such great experiences with each other and so getting to wrestle with her again which is absolute tops is seriously I so I just wanted to take a minute on this podcast to just show just just some gratitude you know um Every, over the last few years, everything I have, you know, had to overcome or was faced with, I really tried to approach with just a singular focus, positivity, and not just resiliency, but also just a, a mindset of, it's not a matter of whether or not I can, it's a matter of when and I will. And to me, this past weekend was so much a part of that. And I just cannot, I honestly, I... I'm just blown away. It may not have been perfect, but it was just so indicative of everything I fought so hard for. Seriously, I came so close to my physical goal and uh, it just the outpouring of love from the locker room and the fans and, and getting to work with Santana is just, and, and just be a part of that locker room has just been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I've been in so many different locker rooms since I was 17 years old and I can say this is the best, most supportive and talented and positive all around amazing locker room from opener to main event. I absolutely adore getting to be a part of something like Lucha Patron, uh, getting to be their agent for a lot of these matches and then, you know, getting to 
uh, be a part of other people's growth as well as my own. It's just been such a, not just a dream come true, but just such a privilege, honestly. I, I It fills me with so much joy. It really does. It, it just, it brings wrestling complete in a complete circle for me. You know, I started off with ring crew and having to hold other people's bags and buy them their coffee and, and watch their merch at their merch tables to getting to perform around the world and live on TV and, and now with Lucha Patron and stuff. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, and, and knowing that I can keep getting better from here on out, whether I wrestle or not, it's just absolutely amazing. And getting to work on Russo'sBrand.com with this podcast and getting to show everyone who I truly am and, you know, becoming a published author, which is one of the goals I wrote down for myself when I was 13, just all of this stuff. I'm just so incredibly mindful of how many blessings that are in my life and you guys are a part of that just by listening to this podcast or being on my YouTube channel or reading the articles that I write for Fightful or my children's books that are also for adults and just everything that I do. Um, blessed, blessed. So I just want to say thank you all so much. I. I know I wrote a huge post and someone was like, oh, way to finish the story <laughs> or whatever. But honestly, I felt like it was just so important to just just show that gratitude because I don't think a lot of people really stop to embrace and be present in a moment like that and just be able to appreciate it for what it is in that moment and just be able to say thank you and be grateful. So that is the first thing that I wanted to do on today's episode. I really did. Um, I hope everybody watching this had an absolutely amazing Father's Day. To all of you dads out there who are fans of mine or are on, or on uh, members of Russo's brand, I just want to say kudos to you. Uh, you guys have no idea. You guys are heroes in my book. Being a dad is, you know... I think a lot of times a very thankless job and to me a father is so important so important I mean I, I seriously I it took me almost 30 years on this earth before I got an amazing amazing wonderful funny corny talented loving intellectual father and I love him with all of my heart. I thank my lucky stars every day that he loves my mom and 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 loves her the way she needs and the way she deserves and and he gets to receive that love in return and just embraces us as a family. I he is an answer to many decades old prayers. So getting to celebrate him on Father's Day is just something truly, truly special to me. Uh, him and I love to exchange dad jokes. And so <laughs> one of the things I got him for Father's Day was this book of dad jokes with like a huge mustache on it. And it's absolutely fantastic. And I got him this puntastic, pawtastic, perfect shirt. Um, and it just just amazing. So happy belated Father's Day to all of the guys out there that are dads that are doing the most one of the most amazing jobs being a parent is just so amazing. No two children are exactly alike. As you all are well aware, we do not come out of the womb with you know, how to manuals. So all the parents out there, all the dads pulling double duty, all the dads being kick ass, amazing, present, influential dads in, in you know, children's lives. Thank you so much. I adore each and every one of you. Um, something funny just happened while I was on a break, uh, on the, the, the little break here. Um, somebody actually just commented on my social media and was like, 
Holy moly, Taylor, your gear looks like you belong in the coven. Uh, the coven being the tag team on Impact Wrestling, uh, the cover and featuring Taylor Wilde and Kylan King. So I'm going to take that as a huge compliment that wasn't even done on purpose, which is absolutely hilarious and phenomenal and wicked and awesome, especially considering I was just recently on um, Taylor Wilde's Wild On podcast, um, where I put over my podcast, Talks to Taylor Hendricks. So everything really does come full circle. Um, I have to give a huge shout out to all the people that were involved in making my gear, by the way, because if any wrestlers are listening to this podcast right now, I highly recommend these professionals. They will take in a concept that you have and just turn it up to the next level. I guarantee you. So my gear design was brought together by uh, Damishu, um, D-A-M-I- S-H-J-U on Instagram. I believe I said that right, but I did tag, I did tag them um, on my thank you post. So definitely check that out. Um, Pro Wrestling Gear UK, Amy, she brought out all the stops for my gear. I said, I want to look like a warrior queen of snakes. Like I literally just popped out of Marvel Comics as a red, black, and gold Madam Hydra. Um, you know, so, and she totally brought my vision to life. Love Pro Wrestling Gear UK. They came in clutch for me. Absolutely amazing. One of the best gear making experiences I have ever had. Seriously, the, top notch, top notch. So definitely wanted to give a shout out, especially because the comment that I just received um, on my social media platforms where somebody was like, you literally look like you could be a part of the coven. I'm like, how awesome would that be? Taylor Hendricks, Taylor Wilde, Kylan King. I mean, they're already badasses in their own right, but then like adding me to that, that what an honor. <laughs> Anyways, now we're going to move forward now that we're officially out of our second, our first commercial break. We've got some Hollywood news updates. So if you want all of the what's happening, I stopped myself from saying the haps because we already went over that in a previous week. If you want to know all things happening with, you know, movies, the box office, trending news concerning Hollywood, what's going on with your favorite stars and so much more, this section is in fact for you. So, the Flash is officially in theaters right now. It is the number one movie in the domestic box office. However, even though it has climbed its way up to the number one position in the domestic box office, it is slightly underwhelming, to say the least, from DC Comics fans and moviegoers. Um, the Flash film took over $200 million to make for their budget, plus an additional $100 million for marketing. And so far, they have earned an underwhelming amount roughly in their first three days, which is the open weekend. They came in at a little over $55 million. Now that may sound like a lot, but in reality, it was actually projected to earn between 70 and $85 million um, during its opening weekend starting June 16th. So that is definitely a, an over $20,000 difference between what it was projected and what it actually earned. And it is worth to note that it actually took in less money than the debut opening box office weekend for Black Adam, which also underperformed. So hopefully it goes up from here because the Flash film starring Ezra Miller is actually supposed to do a complete reset of the DC universe, the DCU. This is where we're going to see the brand new plan implemented by the co-CEOs of DC Comics, Peter Safran and James gun. So hopefully the news turns around from here, but that is the latest in what you want to know for the domestic box office as well as the Flash film. Uh, the first three movies um, in the domestic box office right now, the top three are The Flash with 55 plus million dollars. Coming in at number two is Elemental by Disney with uh, a roughly 
nine plus million dollars. And rounding out number three in its multiple weeks at the box office is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, coming in at a little over $27 million. Johnny Depp is back in the news, and I absolutely love this for him. I think this is one of the few times that we're actually going to say thank you, Amber Heard. Um, I have always been team Johnny Depp, and the fact that he was able to, you know, stick up for himself when it came to Disney and everything else, I love that for him. Um, with this news, I think it's even more boss. So what am I talking about? Here it is. <laughs> Johnny Depp is apparently donating all of the money he received in the settlement from Amber Heard. This totals roughly $1 million, to which he is going to split up amongst five charities equally that he believes in. So the charities are going to, five charities are going to receive $200,000 each. And the charity themes uh, are different um, or nonprofit organizations that range from helping sick and underprivileged children to saving certain aspects of ecosystems and environments to even disenfranchised communities. So I love this for him. I think this is one of the only times we'll probably ever say thank you, Amber Heard. Am I right? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along, IGN recently rated the top 15 films of Keanu Reeves. Now, you guys know I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan, uh, all about it. I think the world would be a better place if more people, you know, kind of embodied the vibe of Keanu Reeves. But hey, there can only be one of him, so we can only do our best as mere mortals, right? Um, with that being said, though, I have some questions about this top 15 list. I think there is some shade and some hate, but I want to hear from you. So check out the top 15. 15 film from IGN as they rated the top 15 films of Keanu Reeves and then let me know if you felt some of the shade that I did. Here we go. Coming in at number 15 is The Devil's Advocate. Number 14, Constantine. Number 13, The Matrix Reloaded. Number 12, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Number 11, Parenthood. Number 10, Always Be My Maybe. Number 9, Toy Story 4. Number eight, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Number seven, River's Edge. Number six, Point Break. Number five, My Own Private Idaho. Number four, John Wick. Number three, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Number two, Speed. Yes. And then, of course, coming in at number one as the top rated movie of Keanu Reeves, it's The Matrix. I have some questions here. I say that a lot on this podcast, but this one, I do mean it. I have questions. Number one, how did you rate Toy Story at number nine, but Constantine and the Devil's Advocate at 14 and 15? Were you guys watching the same movies that I was? Because I, I love Toy Story. Do not get me wrong. That, that franchise is tops. However, I mean, the Devil's Advocate and Constantine, 14 and 15? What? Were you watching the same movies as I did? Shady. I'm calling it right now. Shady. <laughs> okay, and where's A Walk in the Clouds? I adore that movie. I adore that movie. And 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 seriously, the shade at the John Wick franchise. How is John Wick 4 not on this list? I have questions. Um, I have questions. Let me know. Do you agree with that list? How would you rate the top 15 films of Keanu Reeves? Let me know. Let me know. I love getting to interact with you guys. All right, moving right along. 
Marvel is officially citing delays to productions of two more of their projects. These are the latest casualties in the writer's strike who are striking for fair pay for part of the uh, Writers Guild. So the two the two productions um, that are currently now back on pause are Daredevil and Penguin. So hopefully this does not drastically affect the budget and then overall affect the quality of the shows. Hopefully the writers can feel appreciated and the projects can be absolutely phenomenal and we can all go back to uh, enjoying just amazing content. Let's see. The director responsible. So we've got more DC Comics news here. We've got actually two more um, in regards to DC Comics. This will be cool. Uh, the director responsible for the uh, the newest Flash film, uh, Andy, okay, Muschietti. I hope I say that right because I mean no disrespect. Um, he is apparently the, quote, visionary director behind the new Flash film starring Ezra Miller. And James Gunn revealed that he is slated to actually be also directing one of the other projects that is going to head into the new era for the DCU, which is Batman, the Brave and the Bold. Apparently, um, he, Andy is a uh, just received wonderful, amazing praise by the co-CEOs of DC Comics, Peter Safran and James Gunn. They quote him as being a visionary director, and they already knew, even before The Flash was begun, that they wanted him to also direct uh, Batman, The Brave and the Bold. He is apparently a huge DC fan and is going to be diving all into that next project. Next up for DC News, for Hollywood News updates, is James Gunn confirms the return of John Cena in the DC Comics, the DCU. Uh, the DC Universe. So he confirms that John Cena's Peacemaker will officially be in production after James Gunn finishes all of the production for Superman Legacy. Superman Legacy will be the first official feature film after the reset of the DC Comics universe, okay? That's what's key for the Flash film to be successful. It is a complete reset of the DCU to get rid of all the DCEU mess prior to James Gunn and Peter Safran taking over DC Comics uh, for DC Studios. Um, I What I think of the Flash film is very similar to what X-Men Days of Future Past did for the X-Men franchise. Um, it kind of reset everything. And I think that's what the Flash film, uh, it, one of the main purposes is, is for that as well. And so Superman Legacy will be one of the first official feature films uh starting and ushering in the new phase for dc comics and dc studios and after they get done uh with the filming for superman legacy james gunn will officially be jumping on the project of peacemaker 2 with john cena all right moving right along i saw a really random trailer that i wanted to announce and officially share with you guys because by the time you guys watch this episode of talks with taylor hendrix it'll officially debut on fubo tv so here we go um the there has been an official trailer for a bedtime story show featuring ryan reynolds it's set to debut on fubo tv on june 20th now this looks like I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like Lamb Chops Sing Long meets like an actual bedtime story show. I thought there was going to be some creepy sort of like horror or sci-fi aspect to this, but I think they're going straight up wholesome bedtime stories. I want to hear from you guys. What do you think? Like, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but maybe it'll be cool. I don't know. I, I don't, I genuinely do not know. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Um, and last but not least for Hollywood news updates this week is Netflix. I don't know if this news was needed, but it was just so utterly random that I just had to, I decided I had to share it with you guys. So apparently Netflix is going to be opening a restaurant. Yeah, you heard that right. A restaurant. <laughs> They're opening up a pop-up restaurant in LA that will feature, uh, chefs from the, their shows Chef's Table and Nailed It. 
when more news comes out about this, I will let you guys know, but this was just so so completely random, almost as random as bedtime stories starring Ryan Reynolds on Fubo TV. Like who 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 is in the room going, hey, we're bleeding money, we're losing tons of subscribers. I know, let's pop up a restaurant during record inflation and recession and everything else. And and we'll use this as a marketing tool to market two two of our shows. Now I do have to say I love the show Nailed It, but I don't know if that inspires uh, me to want to go and eat food uh, from people. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What What year is this? What world are we in? Like I call it clown world. Uh, but let me know. So now we're going to head into some. Did you know? Because I was legit today years old when I found some of these things out. So today I'm going to kind of blend in the Did you know segment with a new I was today years old segment. Um, what was interesting about this? I try not to bludgeon you guys with some negative news. I try to you know kind of spread that out like butter on toast um, but I think there's so much news surrounding this that I try to sprinkle it in with a little bit of sparkle even though it's kind of like negative you know like a positive spin on something negative you know but nevertheless I digress here we go did you know that there's a new research uh, new research found um, and new findings from that research out of North Carolina that have found that the chemicals in artificial sweetener called sucralose which are also marketed as Splenda apparently harm human DNA yeah they are apparently what's what's called genotoxic so basically once it's in your system and it goes into the digestion uh process in your body it actually the the process of digesting it and the certain chemical compounds within the actual sucralose cause dna damage no wonder why babies are being born the most toxic they have ever been i mean from what's in our clothes, our air, our water, our products, you know, everything. It's just insane. It is insane. Um, I recently just found this out. I, apparently sucralose, aka Splenda and artificial sweeteners are legitimately genotoxic. Like I always, I, I always heard that it causes inflammation in your brain and things like that, especially, um, I forgot what the word is, but, um, it's an, another word for an artificial sweetener. Aspartame, that's what it is. Aspartame. I always, I, I, I was always educated on aspartame specifically, but now apparently even the Splenda, which people always thought was so much better to put in their stuff, um, and then in Stevia. So I'm wondering what the difference between Splenda and Stevia would be now that we know that Splenda actually causes the breakdown of human DNA, meaning it's genotoxic. Um, apparently, did you know, I was today years old when I found this out, lobsters apparently can live up to a hundred years and sometimes they even walk claw in claw with a companion. How sweet is that? That makes me not want to eat lobster. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, and apparently, did you know that there are actual studies that report on the top the top, the top five um, cities in the United States every year where uh, people are the most satisfied with their jobs. I had no idea that that poll and, and study existed until I recently found it out. And I was actually very surprised with some of the answers. So here we go. Coming in at number five was Boston with an average company rating of 3.82. Coming in at number four out of the top five was College Station, Texas with a 3.83 rating. Coming in at number three out of the top five was Santa Barbara, California with 3.87. 
Coming in at number two was San Jose, California with a 3.88 company rating. And then in the top position in the top five for the top five cities where people are most satisfied with their jobs, I bet none of you will guess it. I certainly did not. It was Provo, Utah with an average company rating of 3.94. So congratulations, Provo, Utah, and everybody living in the state of Utah, because apparently, according to this poll and study that is done every year that I bet most of us did not even know about, Provo, Utah has the highest rating in the United States for cities where people are the most satisfied with their jobs. Moving right along... <clears throat> Um, I had someone recently uh, ask me about different safety tips as a female professional wrestler and as someone who has had to do a lot of traveling, be it in carpools or alone. And so they wanted me to share some more stuff. And um, on this podcast, I've shared different things with you with different scams and so forth. So I actually thought with people starting to venture out and things getting less and less safe, this was actually a good question to make sure I focused on this week on my podcast. So here we go. One thing for safety tips, this is something I will never ever do and here it is I will never post about going on vacation until after I am already back from vacation um, this is something that I make a point of doing I will never ever post about my vacation while I'm on while I'm on va my vacation basically the reason being if you advertise that you were on vacation you are far more likely to get robbed on a your vacation or your house robbed while you are gone on vacation it makes you a very very easy target um, so that is something that I would never do like if you can't wait a few days to post all your photos from your vacation then like were you actually going on vacation vacation to enjoy your vacation or were you going on vacation just to post it on social media to get attention from other people that don't really even care these are questions you got to answer your safety is more important than the validation of people that don't really care um, second thing I would never do as a traveler and this goes whether you're a man or a woman because in, in today's day and age it, it your gender does not matter uh, in the sense that you know if you're going to get robbed, you're going to get robbed regardless. So this is something I would also never do, especially as a female traveling, uh, be it for wrestling or work or anything else. I never share my hotel information with anybody who is not a need to know family member or person from, uh, from which I need to be working with for whatever I am doing. Um, if you share your hotel, you are far more likely to have unwanted visitors. And that could be a very, very dangerous situation, especially while Walking the halls or getting into um, elevators at that hotel late at night. Uh, this is very big with the wrestling world. Um, you know, it's it's that that information easily leaks out, and it's easy to see where the wrestlers are all heading to. So you just have to be especially mindful, especially if you have a hotel room that is right next to a staircase, like an emergency exit staircase. That is a perfect place for um, you know somebody to lay and wait for you to be not paying attention coming to or from your room. Um, another thing I would do at hotels is I, if I do not feel comfortable, I will not get on the elevator. I will get onto my phone and pretend that I am waiting for somebody or something. I will never admit that I am traveling alone. The next thing that I will not do as a person who has experienced many different things living life on the road, literally since I was 17 years old in the business, is I will not just order any sort of Uber. There is really no background check sort of system. So somebody, the 
the point being, if you were driving in something and you're using something like an Uber, uh, it's far more likely than not that the person that is going to be picking you up as your Uber is most likely not the person that registered for that Uber, uh, meaning the driver, okay? Um, there has been a lot of incidences of kidnappings where they will take you to a destination that was not your intended destination, and there'll be a group of people waiting to rob you of all your possessions and possibly do other bad things. This has been um, happening more and more and more. It just does not get the same kind of news coverage as a lot of other different things that are happening in the world right now. But that doesn't mean that it's not happening. It's actually happening at much higher rates than you would even realize. So if you're going to order an Uber, um, to spend the extra few dollars, if at all possible, and get Uber Black. You are far more likely to have a safer trip with Uber Black. Um, so that is something that I personally have done because I had a scary, a very, very scary experience in a lift. Um, when I was in Dallas, I believe it was for WrestleCon, WrestleMania, I want to say like circa 2016, 2017, around that time. And then I also had two scary experiences with Uber. Um, next thing as a traveler that I would never do is I would never plug my address of my hotel or any sort of destinations that I want to go on vacation in my rental car. If I have a rental car, I am not plugging my cell phone or any of my devices into the chargers or USBs of my rental car. And I will not, under any circumstances, type in or use the built-in GPS systems of those rental cars. Um, those rental cars, there is not necessarily a security aspect. So what that basically means is anybody that has access to those rental cars before you, during your trip, after your trip, they can end up with access to all of your information and there is no telling where the dark the dark depths of the 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 dark web that they they'll take your information basically they can put viruses and all kinds of different connections into those ports and then when you plug your devices into those things they can take all of your information from your banks your home address your passwords to pretty much everything because we live in such a digital world so that is something I would never do ever I would use my own GPS and I would use my own chargers that I carry with me at all times. Um, the other thing about not plugging your address or your destination addresses into a built-in GPS for the rental car is, I mean, if you've ever seen that movie with Bruce Willis, that's actually a real thing that happens. Um, whether it's a valet parker or, you know, um, somebody that wants to steal the car, they have access to all the places that you are frequently going and or want to go, which creates another um, safety risk for you. So it's, it's better to mitigate risk than create risk. Um, another thing that I, I, I will not do is rely on just my key fob to securely lock my car, whether I am in it or not. Um, there is a new scam that we talked about on this actual podcast, I believe on last week's episode, um, that not a lot of people are, are aware of. Apparently there's like a signal jammer that some people have now that can jam the uh, signal from your key fob to your car. So even though you hear it, you might think you're locking your car, you're actually not because they're jamming the signal. So the car can remain on unlocked for them to rob the car, uh, steal your car, I mean, rob what's in the car, steal your car, or lay in wait in the car for you to attack you. So none of those situations are particularly pleasant. Um, so I actually always rely on my own uh, lock button for my cars instead of the key fob. Um, another thing I will never do as a person who has traveled on the road extensively is uh, the result of learning my lesson. And that is 
paying for incidentals for your hotel. You know, when, when someone pays for a hotel or you pay for a hotel and you have to put a card on file for incidentals. Well, one time when I was at ROH, um, there was an incident that happened to myself and I think Kyle O'Reilly and potentially one other person, but I think I got it the worst. Um, I think, um, so normally when we would check in, our hotel would be paid for and we would just, would just have to put a card on for incidentals. Well, for whatever reason that day, they didn't ask me for my card for incidentals. And so I was in my hotel room. It was uh, a little after midnight. I was already asleep and my hotel phone rings. I answered the phone and I was so groggy because I actually was able to start getting some sleep, you know, <laughs> which is rare when you're on the road. And they tell me my card was not on file and I needed to give my card for incidentals and I did in fact remember that they never asked me for it when I checked in which at the time I did think was odd but I said hey you know whatever you know it didn't put much thought into it I had to go for you know the promo tapings earlier that day and so forth so I didn't really have time to ponder it you know and I made the mistake of giving my card number over the phone to the person that told me my card was not on file for incidentals well, lo and behold, I wake up in the morning and all of my money is gone from my account. And lo and behold, several other wrestlers uh, that were on the roster at that time had also received phone calls. One of them was, I believe, Kyle Riley and some other people. Well, I fell for it because I was literally asleep when they called me and I didn't think anything of it. So this is what I will never do again. So moral of the story here. Um, if they ever want a card for incidentals, I will never give that information over the phone. I will actually either ask if I can give it to them tomorrow morning or if I absolutely have to give it to them, if I can uh, come down um, and give it to them in person in 20 minutes. And instead of waiting 20 minutes, I'll actually wait longer. So that way I know someone's not waiting for me outside my hotel room because that could also be a trap. And then what I would also do is not use a debit card for incidentals always use a credit card so that way if money gets stolen it's the bank's money and not your money and the bank is far more likely to help you get it back when it's their money and not yours so that's the moral of that story always use a credit card for stuff like that because if it gets stolen it's not your money from your own account and then also just make sure you're not doing that over the phone and that is going to be it for this week. We can do more of these as more of these come along. But I think those are some standard ones that, you know, maybe some people might not think about um, because they're not really reported. And last but not least, we have motivation to carry you through the week. All right, everybody. This is one of my favorite things to do. It was the bread and butter of this podcast and one of my main motivations for wanting to start a podcast. And so when Vince Russo approached me to wanting to potentially do a podcast for his brand, I was like, you know what? I was really thinking of doing a podcast and you, this seems like the perfect opportunity. So why not? And that has been one of the biggest factors that I talked about with Taylor Wilde on her podcast is I want to, I want to help other people be a part of someone else's survival guide someday, because we all seem to find different ways to isolate and think that our problems are so much bigger than they actually are because they can seem so overwhelming and boggle you down and, 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 and you end up being a victim of keeping up with the Joneses and you, you fall for limiting beliefs that have been put in your head. And there's just so many ways in which we can help other people by helping ourselves because you have to learn how to help yourself first before you can help anybody else but nobody ever really talks about these things so if we can all start learning these lessons younger in life i think the world would be such a better place and then we wouldn't have to say oh society is messed up society this society that because we're the society and we're now taking care of it and i i, I can't think of a better way to and a better vibe to have for a podcast than something like that so here we go guys some people 
they think if they don't support you, if they don't help you and guide you, then you'll never make it. You won't succeed. Those are not your type of people. You know, we're talking about, you know, creating generational wealth and prosperity and breaking generational curses and generational trauma. You know, some people, like we have talked about, they have a vested interest in your silence. But then there's these, these types of narcissistic people that think they're, they're the reason for your successes. They're the reason for your wins. They're the reasons for all the highlights in your life. Basically, in their minds, you wouldn't be shizit without them. That's a real toxic sort of thing. And it's also a real limiting belief as well because they project that onto other people thinking they're somehow holier than thou and they deemed you worthy of their aid. They never seem to catch on to the fact that there is a different element besides themselves in, in your life. And that is you, you, you are ultimately the reason why you are going to succeed or fail. You're ultimately the reason why you are going to go farther than them or not. It is all about the beliefs that we choose to put in our head because a diet is not just about the food that goes in your mouth. It's also about how you control your environment. It's also about the words you say out loud and the words you say in here when no one can hear you. Your diet is also about how you feel about yourself. Your diet is also about who you choose to spend time with. Your diet is also about the content that you choose to you know absorb into your life and into your your brain it's your thoughts it's your being it's your it, it is your food and your exercise but it's also every aspect of your environment including the people that you keep around you some people want you to believe that you need them when in reality they are the ones that need you um and so they never take into account who you are as a person they never do because it's about their support. It's about them. But it's your story. So how could it be about them if it's your story? We have to start figuring out how to be the protagonists of our own story, okay? There's going to be perfect strangers that are going to come into your life, whether that's today, tomorrow, next week, next year. They're going to have better intentions for you than some of the people that you have known for 10 years. That's just, that's just the reality of it. But those people don't want you to realize that because they want you to think that you are just in desperate need of their help and their guidance. Because there's no way on earth that you could achieve your generational wealth, your generational prosperity, and breaking that generational trauma that's been passed down for the last 50 years. There's no way you could do that without them, right? Or is there? There's going to be perfect, perfect strangers that are going to favor you, endorse you, mentor you, inspire you, lift you up. There's going to be perfect strangers that are going to come into your life that are going to do that. Okay. But it all starts with you. You can't, you can't be in such a hurry to rush the process. You can't delay goals for this, this false sense of perfection that doesn't exist. Okay. You cannot rush the process and becoming who you are. When you do that, you, you deprive yourself of this amazing, journey of growth. And that is so important. You know, without growth, what is life really? If, if, if you don't have growth, if you're the same person you were at 45, that you were at seven, I think it's time to ask yourself some questions. Is it not right? At the end of the day, there are people that need you to believe that you can't be anything without them. That's not a circle. That's a cage. We all have to start figuring out how to bet on ourselves to win, okay? There, there's so much clout on social media of people going, you've got to follow your passions. No. If I had children today, right now, I wouldn't tell them to follow their passions. 
I would tell them become excellent at something and fall in love with that process of being excellent at that something. So then that something that helped create your excellence can then fuel and fund your passion. That's a big difference. When you can become excellent at something else that can then fuel and fund your passion and you love that process, you're automatically going to be successful at your passion because you fell in love with that process. You didn't rush the process. You fell in love with something else and became excellent at that something else. So then that one day you could follow your passion. That is the way to go. But these people that are in your life that think that you, that need you to believe that you can only succeed with them in your life, they don't want you to see that other side. They don't want it, want you to see that flip side of the coin, okay? That's why it's a cage and not a circle. And that's why sometimes strangers will have better intentions for you than some people that you know, because those some people that you know who have known you for so long, sometimes they are just, it doesn't mean they're bad people, but sometimes they just are incapable of seeing you in a different light. They will always see you how you were when you were seven, even though you're 30, 35, 40, maybe 19. They have a hard time seeing you for who you can be someday because you're always going to be who they originally know you as. And that is such a limiting belief, okay? You are not a pre-made fast food in a fast food line. Do not rush the process, okay? You are a unique, an amazing, wonderful, truly gifted, powerful individual. You just have to tap into that and you have to believe it and you have to watch your diet. Remember, it's not just the food. It's also the people that are in your life. It's the thoughts that you have. It's how you think about yourself. It's how you talk about yourself. It's the people you allow yourself to be around. It's the music you listen to, the shows you watch, the movies you watch, the stuff you read, the people you interact with on social media. All of that is your diet. All of that will contribute to your success or your failure. And no matter what, which way it is, whether it's success or failure, at the end of the day, it's always going to be you. You have to fight for you. You have to support you. You have to favor you. You have to endorse you, inspire you, and mentor you. Do not be so afraid to bet on yourself to win and realize that some people are not loyal to you. They're loyal to their need of you. And once that need changes, so too does their loyalty. But for right now, there's a lot of people out there that probably do not want you to realize that they need you more than you need them. So focus on you, focus on becoming excellent at something so that that something with that process that you fall in love with to become excellent at that something, one day that something will get to fund and fuel what you are passionate about right now. But that takes your diet now. That takes working now to get to where you want to go. The life you're going to have in five years starts with the decisions that you make today. And sometimes those decisions are about understanding that your life is going to aggravate your light that you shine in your life. It's going to aggravate a lot of unhealed people who want to hurt other people to make them hurt as much as they do. Okay? You don't need that. That's not a circle. It's a cage. So let's, let's start crushing some goals for the life that we want, we need, we earn, and we deserve.
All right, everyone, this has been the latest episode of the Talks with Taylor Hendricks podcast coming to you live every single Tuesday as part of the brand family where you get so many different podcasts for the price of one large cup of coffee with no long-term commitment. I don't know a better deal out there where you get more than 20 different podcasts a month from so many different types of people, from different avenues and entertainment, different walks of life, different perspectives where we all get to coexist um, and just in our most authentic selves. Um, until next week, everybody. Talk soon.